Welcome back to the show. It is We Are Live. Check out the YouTube channel where we're streaming live five days a week. Midcoast Media is what you search out. You can see all of our comedy clips and this live show in uh, high quality. That's 4K. I think it's HD. Travis Drell is here. My name is Chris Denman. And the great oh, Dr. Wow. Ed yeah. returns from Hawaii. <laughs> Hit it, Gardner. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. Good to have you back, sir. Aloha. Aloha, yes. I'm waiting mm. for that. Yes. <laughs> How was your trip to Hawaii? It was really good. Yeah? Really good. So for those of you that don't know, Dr. Ed, he comes on each week. We play little dogs on film. Thanks to his practice, Hillside Animal Hospital, for sponsoring that. And we also push a lot for Gateway Pet Guardians. Uh, Dr. Ed recently went to Hawaii. Whew. Lots to get into about that. But you were there because they're short on veterinarians. And you put in some long days. You got to do some hiking, I hope. Yes. Some good food. So we got to hear all about it. First experience of working with other people's dogs in Hawaii. Was it just like working here and it was just super busy? Yeah, it is. It is. It's a good clinic. Uh, there's obviously a lot of uh, armed forces, you know, uh, mm -hmm. families there. You know, so we saw a lot of armed forces. A, a nice young uh, couple from uh, actually who uh, from Missouri. Oh, had nice. Stayed, had been stationed at Fort Leonard Wood. Oh, nice. And now they're, they're transferred over there. So that was interesting. Nice. Yeah. Uh, several of the technicians at the clinic are armed forces uh, wives. Their husbands are in the military. Okay. So they're, tech, they're veterinary technicians, and they, you know, so they're working at the clinic. And you went down, like I said, to you around the first week of December? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually December 1st. So what was your reaction when you felt the weather as soon as you landed off the plane? Oh, it's wonderful. All right, now now compare that to your reaction when you landed on your plane and your return back to St. Louis. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I mean, obviously I didn't bring a, I didn't, you know, I knew I was, I didn't want to be carrying a winter coat around Hawaii, no. so I didn't bring one. So you just, <laughs> just oh, uh, hello, sleet and slush and whiteness and cold. Oh, I was freezing my butt <laughs> off at the airport waiting for the Uber driver. <laughs> But I, I knew that was going to happen, you know. I mean, I, I, there's no way I was going to carry a coat. Oh, right? man. That's just not fair to come from that to no, this. No, it's not. That no. seems so inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was 80 degrees, I mean, there the whole time. Outstanding. So we were talking about this a little bit. Would you rate where you were at as a must visit? Um, yes, but with some disclaimers okay. okay you know oahu is not my favorite island okay okay but there are some, there are some must-sees on oahu uh, obviously pearl harbor right. i think i think everybody should experience that right um you know the arizona memorial and the uss missouri you know and just the history obviously yeah so that's that's i really consider that a must-see um, and there are some really famous hikes on oahu like you know diamond head everybody everybody's heard of diamond head right um, and the North Shore of Oahu is really famous. I was there, you know, uh, famous for its surfing, which was happened to be going on while I was there, um, you know, and tourist attractions. Um, a lot of movies have been filmed on Oahu. I actually went, there's this ranch, really famous ranch on, on the North Shore, um, and it's just really, a, they, they still uh, have cattle there, but... Right. Uh, but it's all touristy now, and they do, they do uh, you can do ATV tours and horseback tours and, uh, you know, mountain biking. But I, I took a little tour of, uh, of all the famous, you know, movie scenes, you know, places, all the different movies that have been filmed on that. On that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. <sighs> Gardner, how would you fare in Hawaii? Uh, it's a destination spot if I were homeless. 
Oh, uh, yeah. There in San Diego, cause just because of the weather, because you could live outside if need be, constantly. You can't believe how many uh, people live on the beach in tents. I mean, every oh, really? it's just like the whole island is just ringed with people living on the beach in tents. How does that work? Like, are oh, they, wow. Would you call them homeless? You know, I never actually discussed it with anybody, right. but I mean, I, I'm sure some people are doing it by choice, uh-huh. you know? I mean... It's probably a mix. Yeah, I I would think so. I mean, some would just like that life. Being outside, feeling invigorated by the planet itself. (laughs) Gotta feel good. Also, uh, Dr. Ed, man, he must live a good life when someone can say, Oahu's not my favorite island. Yeah, you're living right. You're living doing right. well, sir. Doing all right, my friend. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> I'm not mad about I that. I ain't mad about it either. That is pretty nice. I'm just listening to the sounds of, like, I just hear the ocean uh-huh. in the voice of Dr. Ed. I just feel the freedom We're emanating w- off you right now, and I just want some of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally, it. there's a lot of times I would just pull over and just, Sit there and watch the ocean, or read a book by the ocean, and just and see, heaven. you know. And now mm. you can see why someone might choose yeah. to just live on the beach. Hey if man. you can just live your life like that, let's just go ahead and do the show from there. Okay, it right. takes a lot of stress out of things. It does. Just enjoy the world. Yeah, what it has to offer. We are lives going on the road. Was there island time happening there? People were a little loose with their commitments. I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I don't think that I experienced that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it happens, but I mean, you know, like in the clinic I'd setting, be, obviously not. I'd be, yeah, true. You got to get know. your dog in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, people are, you know, kept their appointments, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Is it a mix? Is there a specific type of dog? Like, are there a ton of the same dog on uh, where you're at? No, there's a ton of the same problems, though. It's uh, really interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, um, and this, is, I, there's a condition that um, male dogs get called cryptorchidism. And he doesn't want to explain it. Yeah, well, I guess I'll have to now. Yeah, you know, starting to look it up. That's where you know your testicles they actually develop inside your abdomen, and and then they they drop down into the, you know, Mm. oh, and it's when they don't drop down. Mm. And apparently, a lot of dogs in Hawaii are Mm. have that condition, probably just because of so much inbreeding. Oh, Oh, okay. I was going to say, why is that? Close, close. And a lot of cats. You see a lot of cats with the little crooked little tail. Like oh, half weird. a half a crooked tail. Why Apparently, that? they call that the Hawaiian tail. Oh, okay. Yeah. So things like that. I mean, oh, so that's it, not you the know, kind of a, Hawaiian tail I'd probably be looking for. It's a closed environment, obviously. Yeah. Take uh, it easy, Travis. Why is your head uh, glittery? I put up a Christmas tree last night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I didn't get all the glitter. <laughs> the glitter on the Christmas tree. Yeah, it's the one garland. Of those, it's 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 one of those trees like it like it's got the lights already on it. And it's, you just hook it up, and but it comes with like the fanciness. Like it's, it's basically it's put together. It's already? a millennial tree where like it, I, it's basically put together already. Okay. <laughs> it's, it re- I really I, I hate that I have to admit this, but yes, it basically came pre-decorated. Okay, okay. Because I'm a man and I'm embarrassing. So yes, yeah, so that's why that I have happens. glitter on me. That so, certainly yes, you're welcome. Uh Best food you had while you were over there. Um. Pineapple fried rice. Now we're yeah. talking. Yeah. Oh my! That was that was really, and I had it with shrimp, which I thought was like you know, a good choice. Yeah. Oh my! Ooh. 
And the second was uh, one of uh, Buzz's recommendations. Big shout out to Buzz's Wine Grill. They've been bringing food to comedy the last couple of weeks. It's been yeah. amazing. And he gave Dr. Ed some specific recommendations. Yeah, up on the North Shore, there's this place called uh, Mike's Hooli Hooli Chicken. It started out as just a little stand by the side of the road, and now it's grown to be really popular. It was on, you know, Triple D, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, uh-huh. and it got nice. really, really popular. Uh, but boy, yeah, it's just, um, it's just a, it, it the Hooli Hooli refers to the type of sauce that this guy makes. And Is it Mike's Hooli Chicken? Yeah. 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 Really, really Damn, good. That just sounds Did you try surfing at all? I did not. No, no desire. We were watching surfing videos before you came on. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed watching it. The big surfing competition yeah. was going on. What are the crowds like? I'm very curious about that. It was Because I would imagine, like, what that means to Hawaii. Oh, it's huge. I mean, and, and the North Shore is not, like, very populated. I right. mean, there's some small towns, but, and, you know, and there's these all these multi-million dollar houses right, right on the North Shore. You know, Je- we saw Jackie Chan's house. Yeah, Jackie Chan has a house there, and um, apparently Elvis still, I think the Elvis, the the state. Fam- the he still lives there, he's alive. Yeah, he still has a house there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but dur- during these competitions, man, and during this this time of the year, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Thousands of people on the beach just, and even when the surfing's not going on, they're just still just sitting on the beach just watching the, the, the surf roll in. That's so dope. Now, this is my last question about Hawaii specifically, because yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble, but you can give me a wink and a nod. Did you careful s- see Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, good no. question. Great question. No. If I did, I didn't recognize him. No, so. no, see. Maybe he's in that Elvis house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's see now you? an Elvis impersonator. Don Nelson lives in Hawaii now. Warriors. I was waiting for that. Warriors coach. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He's uh he's much different than he you think of him when he was on the NBA sidelines. He's got a big beard. He grows pot, smokes cigars, plays poker with Willie Nelson and Woody Harrelson. It's an it's an interesting turn. It's going well. Yeah, so that's like that's a turn I can appreciate. You know what? I'm going here and I'm just going to relax and enjoy life. It looks like you would fit right in with that crowd. Ah, uh, I wouldn't mind trying it. <laughs> If they're offering, I wouldn't mind trying it. I'll be on board. I saw Willie's going to stop smoking pot. Now, gonna? Or is the hell freezing over? Or? Yeah. So, no, here's the thing, though. Smoking. I thought you were going to uh, marijuana. Say, he ain't saying He didn't say. He's he done stop yeah. taking marijuana. Right. He's, he's gonna, just done smoking. Yeah, helping his. Which, by the way, is what a lot of people are currently doing just in general mm-hmm. uh so you hear so what i when i read in the have magazines you, have you ever heard that song i'll never smoke weed with willie again mm-hmm. no oh it's by toby keith mm. yeah it's really funny it travis is a big heard it. toby yeah. keith yeah, yeah i don't, don't follow the keith <laughs> I, don't, I don't follow that's called well, the keith sure so we'll watch the videos of lawyers eating sandwiches and listen to some toby keith after the show oh today. boy we've got a like big day ahead of us here i was gonna Extend some business offers, and now I so, think I'm going to do that instead. Doctor Ed, you mentioned Pearl Harbor. You were there on, you were in Hawaii on December seventh. I then. was. Did you, was it? Did you go over there that day, or did you I did not. And you know what's interesting is, nobody that I was with on that day or the days before or surrounding it talked about it at all. Hmm. Interesting. They didn't talk about like any of the observances going on right. or how big a deal it was, and I was like, I was taken back by that. Maybe maybe it's just because it's there that you know right. the locals. They're used it, to it yeah, more than yeah, still exactly. I would imagine yeah. that that would be. You could see, yeah. Think about it. If you think about it, maybe uh, if there was hey, something. It's one of the greatest attacks in the history of our country. Yeah. I feel like that you should. 
to something you just like even like even yeah, like when 9/11 is now like yeah I mean it was from years ago yeah, but, but still it was 9/11 around you constantly you don't look at it the same like right. do you look at the arts the same way as a tourist would it's it's there do you think we would though if it was associated with something so historical as Pearl I Harbor? don't know it's hard to say it's it's still sur- it still surrounds you on a daily basis True. though because it's it's there True. so you probably have a different view than that others would that makes sense in the north shore there's um, there's this big gap in the mountains, and it's the place where the Japanese planes flew through this little gap, oh, you know, wow. really low to the ground, and avoided the radar. I don't know if you've, ever, you've seen the movies mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor. Or, mm-hmm. um, actually, I went to see the movie Midway while I was there. That was, oh, that wow. was interesting. Um, but yeah, apparently the there's radar. There was a radar station up there on the very north shore tip, and they 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 tried to warn people that something was. You know, they saw something, but uh, nobody believed them Jesus. over in Pearl Harbor. Not that I mean, not that it would have prevented everything, but yeah. right. That's amazing. It's something. I have to. Uh, that's one thing I do. I, I just feel like I have to see at some point in my life. I feel like I just have to see that. Well, it is. It's a very moving experience. Hmm. Hmm. We'd be in Hawaii too. So and it's Hawaii as well. Yeah. yeah, man. Come on. Can we go on the road, please, Chris? Can we go on the road, please? Big Mike wants you please. to do the show from Miami. Oh, you ain't said nothing but a word, Big Mike. Okay. You ain't saying nothing but a word. I think we should do it for Miami. Just go stay in Mike's living room. Yeah. Just do a Facebook Live from our phones for seven minutes. Sean's dad's got a place down there. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now you're talking our language. And he's uh, he's probably honeymooning still. Yeah. He just recently married. Okay. Um, yeah. How did the wedding go? It yeah. went very well. Sean. Uh, Sean's speech? He didn't have to speak. He did um, sing. His brothers and, and him uh, sang and danced a song, an Irish ditty called Marie's Wedding, and did their own choreography and everything with it. And Sean didn't fall down, so that was a bit. He's a little laid up, though, right now, because he sprained his back at work lifting kegs. It's a tough one. So we weren't able to get Sean today. No, I talked to him yesterday, actually the past couple of days, and we just said, I'll, I said, I'll go through the archives. Yeah. We'll put something together. Let's let you rest and get ready for the new year, and we'll be we'll hit it in stride. Oh, nice, Let's nice. Hit it in stride. I like that. I, I think you know a little advice to Sean is to be to drain the kegs before you lift them. I mean, that would have been which yeah. he's usually quite good at. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, very good. Very good. <laughs> it was a week ago when he wanted me to come over to record, and this was after the injury, and we were seeing if it was going to happen. Um, and he said, "Hey, bring me a bottle of vodka." I'm like, okay, and then I get the call from his wife that, oh, I just took Sean to urgent care. He's hurt mm. himself. Mm. So mm. He's he's doing all right, though. Well, that's a natural segue I did. then, I well, guess, too. Well, one other thing, because okay. this happened, I don't know if Dr. Ed, I don't know, when, when did you get back exactly? Uh, Saturday, okay. the 14th. Okay. Yeah. Man, you landed early on the same. I guess it's snowing everything. So I yeah. saw, I guess the, Maybe it's passed. I don't even know where it stands. The Board of Aldermen or something. They're outlawing declawing cats in the city of yeah, St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, we've been thinking about that. Yeah, what's going on with that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I had seen an email fly around, you know, before I left. But, you know, it's one of those things that I didn't get enough time to pay attention to it. And, um, yeah, they slipped that in there really good. I mean, I, I don't honestly don't know how I feel about it. I mean, Explain do you the all declaw? Do you all offer it? Well, I mean, yeah. 
there has to be obviously a real medical reason now. Oh, it's a medical it. reason now. Yeah, it has to. be. I just remember just it was like a thing, so you, they wouldn't tear up your furniture. Well, seriously, and I, 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 and I wasn't opposed to it. I mean, if it meant keeping a cat in a house as opposed to the, the owners having to give it up for adoption or, or euthanizing it, mm-hmm. then I, I, you know, I would, I would do a, uh, a declaw, and you know, and I, I make sure we do it right with really good pain control and right. You know, that's the biggest important thing. How does something, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm genuinely curious, how does something like this rise to the level where the Board of Aldermen has to be involved? Can you provide some context as to, I guess, uh, why declawing is looked a, a certain way or treated it's, a certain way? It's an way? elective procedure. I mean, okay. it's, you're literally, you're amputating. It'd be like amputating this first digit oh, here. Oh, you know, okay, I see what it is. That's okay. what it's akin to. Okay. You know, and... and you know, and it can be done correctly and humanely and, you know, with very good pain control, And but it can also be done very badly. Okay, okay, I see. Leave cats mutilated and oh, wow. in chronic pain. And, oh, wow. Um, I so see people now. have just kind of jumped on that bandwagon and think okay. that it's really inhumane. You know, and again, if it's, in my mind, if it's a difference between a cat being put to sleep or being put up for adoption, I'm sorry. I'm going to, you know, do what I can to keep that cat in that house. Right. And now, you know, if we... We've had people who have had, like, uh, you know, their immune systems compromised for various reasons, and they can't afford to get scratched by their cat. That's a legitimate medical reason that I will still do it, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. Okay, okay. Interesting. So that, what do you think got it to law? Um, the right people at the right time, <laughs> yeah. and Loud you know, loud voices? Yep, jumping mm-hmm. on the bandwagon. Interesting. I'm just curious, if there had to have been some type of, I guess some type of small movement we just weren't aware of that. Uh, it's it's been happening nationwide. Okay, I, mean, I see. Actually, uh, I think California as a state, I believe, has banned it, and maybe okay. even New York State. You know, so it's happening on dif- in different levels and in the different you know municipalities, and now it's you know gaining momentum. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that that was an issue that was circulating throughout the animal community. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's... Um, is there an option, like, instead of decline, is there... A, how hard is it to kind of control the growth of a nail over the front paws and that of a cat? Uh, how to control it? You can't control the growth. I mean, you can control how... You can... Uh, a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Get your cat used to getting its nails trimmed. I mean, that's the most important thing if you uh-huh. start young. Um, you, can, you can train a cat to, uh, to let you trim its claws. How often would you have to do that to keep it reasonable, you think? Uh, every two to three weeks. Okay. There are, uh, you know, scratching posts, you know. Cats can be trained to use the scratching posts. They have, there's pheromone-infused scratching posts, which kind of induce the cat to, to scratch here. Hmm. Uh, there are these um, little tips which you can, like, glue on to the cat's, you know. Plastic. Like caps almost? Caps, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a procedure which uh, which came in vogue, you know, many years ago, which we used to do. We there was like on the bottom of the of each toe, there would be a little tendon, and it was very simple, very, you know, pain free not pain free surgery, but tiny, tiny little incision, and we would just cut that tendon, uh-huh. and the cat couldn't extend the claw out. Okay, Does that oh. makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. So I mean, they could, you know, they'd be scratching, but the nail the nail actually couldn't come out. And, it, you know, I thought I really had hopes that it would be, you know, a, a much better alternative. But what happens is because the nail doesn't come out, you know, all the, the keratin layers kind of build up. And you really have to do some grooming, you know, because there's, there's all the, you know, how these, the nails are basically the skin cells, you know, extra thick, 
you know, layers of skin cells really hard. Right. And they continue to grow. So all those layers would build up, build up, and you'd get little, you'd get inflammation of like the nail bed if you don't take care of them. No, mm. So there was that issue with it. Yeah. So it wasn't as great or as we had hoped it would it, be. Because like it, if that weren't the case, that seems like a, even like the best solution possible. Yeah. Like I said, I really had hopes that it would, you know, but it, in the long run, it just didn't pan mm-hmm. out. Gotcha. Okay. I just want to get your thoughts. No. Absolutely. Oh, good thinking. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Uh, we've got dogs on film. Hit it, Gardner. The game is called On Film. Woo! Or Dogs on Film. It's got a lot of different names now. Uh, so basically, Dr. Ed. If you don't know, I know you've been away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I kind of forgot what's it, what we do uh, We use a website called Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, They're a venerable website Bane, Bane of that uh, rate movies on a percentage basis. And we so give... It sounds like a very knowledgeable website. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, absolutely. Uh, and we have six movies, three pairs of movies. We pit one against another. And you have to guess which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. There's no theme this week because, as I said, Sean was laid up who normally narrates the descriptions of these movies to help you out if you haven't seen them. What a guy. Uh, and uh, so we just kind of randomly put this one together. So there's no themes really tied in. They're movies you have done before, but they're not the same pairings as before. So it won't be what we have seen in the past necessarily. So if you can remember certain things, you might have a benefit here. Travis, but, is, it, Travis is in the zone. Mm-hmm. He puts on those gloves that he stole from a high school athlete. We really need to just get him a pair of, like, $2 gloves from the gas station. Yeah. Those are Adidas, too. Those probably cost at least 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. And you stole them from a kid. Oh, I did. Uh, just admitted what? it. Huh? Yep. There you go. Shit. Um, so, we have the six movies, three pairs. You can max out at three points, if you guess which cor- correctly. Okay. If we have a tie after that. Uh, we have a seventh movie where you have to guess closest to the actual store now, or score rather. Now, throughout, I'll let uh, you or a group of you know if you're right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Or wrong. <laughs> Those are the sounds you will hear. All right. So, Doctor Ed, do you remember who won the last time before you left? Oh, I have no idea. No? Probably me, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. So doctor, we'll say Dr. Ed won <laughs> last time. I know Travis. I won. I won. I won the trip to Hawaii. Uh, that yeah, that's right. That's right. You that's did. That was the prize. You're yeah. winning that life. You're winning that life when you get to say, Oahu's not my favorite yeah, island. That is very, that is very George Clooney of you, my friend. All right, you ready for your first movie? Here you go. Are we ready? How'd your job interview go? Good, very good. Although I have 10 days to quit smoking before I get my mouth swabbed. I'm on day two and a half, so get off my back, let's go. Chop, chop. Andale. Pinche. Wango. I'm sorry. Wolfito. (laughs) All right. The Fifth Element. (coughs) 1997. Thriller science fiction. Two hours, seven minutes. In the 23rd century, a New York City cabbie, Corbin Dallas, Bruce Willis, finds the fate of, of the world in his hands when Lilo, Lilu, Mila, Mila, Mila Jovovich, Jav, Javod, 
Jovovich, Jovovich falls into his camp. As the embodiment of the fifth element, Lilo needs to combine with other with the, the, the other four to keep the approaching great evil from destroying the world. Together with Father Vito Cornelius, E.M. Holm, the zany broadcaster Ruby Rod, and zany broadcaster, and Zuby Rod, and zany, and Zuby <laughs> Rodcaster, and zany broadcaster Ruby Rod, Chris Tucker, Dallas must race against time, and the wicked industrials, industrialist Zorg, Gary Oldman, to save humanity. I like that Mila Javotovich, and I like that Gary Oldman. All right, there's your first one, The Fifth Element. Beautiful film. The Fifth Element. Here's your second one. Going against The Fifth Element is... Next, we have The Revenant, 2015. Drama thriller, 2 hour 36 minutes. While exploring the uncharted wilderness in 1823, frontiersman Hugh Glass, Leonardo DiCaprio, sustains life-threatening injuries from a brutal bear attack. When a member, Tom Hardy, of his hunting team kills his young son, Forrest Goodluck, and leaves him for dead, Glass must utilize his survival skills to find a way back the civilization. Griff streaking and fueled by vengeance, the legendary fur trapper treks through the snowy terrain to track down the man who betrayed him. Can't be true. Supposed to be true. Can't be true. Did you see what happened to Leo DiCaprio? He could not have lived after the bear attack. Alright. The Revenant versus The Fifth Element. I saw The Revenant at uh, the Chase. It's a great movie going experience. Never seen it. Wow. Did that make you think twice about Camping in the woods. Oh mm. my gosh. Oh my god, that was so real. Not a visceral film. I really enjoyed the hell of that movie. That yeah, I'll just, never uh, see it. It's a tour de force. It really is. It's such a fun movie. Let's stop talking about it, okay? You think we could trick him into think we're going to see a different movie. Let's yeah. just not talk about the Revenant anymore, <laughs> the okay, Revenant guys? Yeah. Put the Revenant on. Those are two very good films. I am going though with the cult classic Fifth Element. Okay. I, I gotta go with the Revenant just because mm. it was so, you know, such a, so a realistic. Good, a good movie. <sighs> I think it's too obvious, and the answer is the fifth element, but I'm going with The Revenant. Mm. So who went with The Revenant? Dr. Ed and Chris. Chris. Dr. Ed and Chris. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. The Revenant, a 78. What? The Fifth Element, a 71. Those are silly scores. Those are silly scores. This is scores. a respected website. Oh, those are silly scores. Fifth Element is easily an 85. Oh. You know, I went to a, a, on a canoe trip up to northern Minnesota with my daughter Nina when she graduated and, and another and a father-daughter you know, team. And the first night, you know, and there are bears up there, right. black yeah, bears, right. but the first night I was in a tent, little tent by myself and I, I had a nightmare about, you know, about a bear attacking the tent, and I literally I woke up screaming, uh-huh. and I woke everybody else up, and I, literally. I, but I had not seen the Revenant yet, and I'm thinking, God, how much worse would that nightmare have been if I had seen? If that you had movie? seen the Revenant, you would have been flying all over the place. Oh my man. gosh, yeah, yeah. That that movie, um, it, that is why I understand Gardner's angst after seeing that film. All right, Chris and Doctor Ed, uh, let's move this <laughs> along. Chris and uh, Chris and Doctor Ed with one, Travis with zero. You know how zero? big bear claws really are and their teeth. Right. Yeah, a law. It says his table. Huge, oh my gosh! I mean, think the about the damage they could do with those teeth. The crunching sound they make when they they leave yeah. you alive and come back for you later. It's kind of what it happens in the movie. That's why you got to see it. Like, no, oh, why like, would oh. I see what I already know? He's like, oh man, it's over with. Ah, oh, Leo, you gotta get away. Oh, it's back for more. I mean, how much? How how long would that bear enjoy? You know, eating on Gardner. I mean, <laughs> fifteen days or so. Mm. So it's nice and smoked and everything. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah he is. I like yeah. it. Mm, nice and menthol flavored. Mm. 
take Sean with, take Sean with you. You know, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just need to be faster than Sean. Right. And those it's soft di- feet of his. Diabetic feet. Yeah. He probably won't even feel it. No, yeah. <laughs> Showing up my leg, I think, Gardner. Looks like we got about another 20 minutes. I won't have to get that surgery now. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. All right, let's cauterize it here. All right, we move on to the second pairing. You ready? All right. Let's get away from bear talk and into okay. something else. Here you go. Bridget Jones's Diary, 2001, oh, Drama Romance, one hour, it. 37 minutes. At the start of the new year, 32-year-old Bridget, Renee Zellweger, decides it's time to take control of her life and start keeping a diary. Now, the most provocative, erotic, and hysterical book on her bedside table is one of the, uh, is the one she's writing. With a taste for adventure and an opinion on every subject, from exercise to men to food to sex and everything in between, she's turning the page on a, on a whole new life. Do you have a diary? No. Have you ever kept a diary? <laughs> Maybe when I was a Cub Scout. You were a Cub Scout? I was. But I got kicked out of Cub Scouts. For what? <laughs> Breaking my dead mother's kid's arm twice. <laughs> oh, no. He was frail. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> he was tiny. He was skinny. Mrs. Peterson kicked me out of... T- you're too You're too rough. And I was not a rough person. You were kind of a bully, huh? No, I was not the farthest from. God, he was just... He was just... He was, just, he was like a twig. His brittle bones. <laughs> kind of like true. Christopher Walken there. Bully. I was not a bully. I would never be a bully. I've always defended people that were weaker than anybody. We were friends. You know, his mother just didn't like me. She didn't like the Irish. <laughs> That's what it was. The Irish. <laughs> he sounds kind of like a bear, you know? I see what you're doing here. I'm not pleased with it, but I'll accept it and try and fight through it. Bridget Jones's diary is your first one. Going against? Ready? High Anxiety. High Anxiety. 1977 Thriller Mystery. One hour, 35 minutes. Just after becoming the director of the Psychoneurotic Institute for the Very, Very Nervous, Dr. Richard H. Thorndike, Mel Brooks, is greeted by a series of mysterious events when his colleagues, including including the militaristic and mustachioed nurse, Diesel, Chloris Leachman, becomes a leery, became, become leery of his questions. They accuse him of murder. Thorndike's own mental health comes into question when he struggles to clear his name in the midst of a crippling bout of, of a condition known as high anxiety. I like Mel Brooks. Who doesn't? (laughs) All right. High anxiety versus Bridget Jones's diary. Who wants to go first? I know the answer is going to be Bridget. Jones Diary, but I, I have to go with High Anxiety just out of loyalty. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's just one of my favorites. I mean, have you, have you ever seen the site? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Have you, Chris, have you seen it? No. Oh. If I have, it's been... It's I don't a, remember. It's a tribute, obviously, to, to all the all the Alfred Hitchcock movies. He okay. does he does a, a, a scene on the birds, and he does, a, he does a scene on Psycho, where Mel Brooks is in the, Mel Brooks is in the shower. Uh-huh. And, the, and then it's the, he, had, he, he had asked a bellboy to bring him a newspaper. <laughs> so the, so, so the, 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 the bellboy comes in and starts stabbing him. Here's your newspaper. Here's your newspaper. <laughs> and all of a sudden you see the ink running down the drain instead uh-huh. of blood. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and the scene about the birds, it's, it's, just, it's just a really – so I, I got to go with that. I'm just okay. out of loyalty. Right. I know I'm probably wrong, but uh, – I'm – I was going to go Bridget Jones, so I'm going to stick with it. I'll go Bridget Jones. All right. Dr. Ed, going with high anxiety. I accepted accept the loss on he that did. one. I yeah. came across high anxiety. It was a valiant loss. Like, and yeah. I wanted to put Dr. Ed in a position to have to make a decision. Yeah. That's okay. I, that's what you get for the better I can talk. Live with, I can live with myself after that one. 
So Chris has two. Dr. Ed and Travis each have one. We move to our final pairing. Here's your first movie. Seven, 1995, drama, mystery, two hours, eight minutes. When retiring police detective William Somerset, Morgan Freeman, tackles a final case with the aid of a newly of, of newly transferred David Miles, Brad Pitt. David Mills. David Mills, Brad Pitt. They discover a number of elaborate and grisly murders. They soon realize they are dealing with a serial killer, Kevin Spacey, who is targeting people he thinks represent one of the seven deadly sins. Uh -oh. Somerset also befriends Miles' wife, Tracy. Mills. Somerset also befriends Mills' wife, Tracy, Gwyneth Paltrow, who is pregnant and afraid to raise her child in the crime-ridden city. Crime-riddled city. You like the ending of that movie? Uh, well, yeah, it's creepy. What's in the box? No! <laughs> What's in the box? No, don't look, man. Don't look, man. <laughs> All right. Seven is your first one. Going against? What are you drinking? Oh, a little pick me up and go to work. I used to, I used to be not, I used to not drink till I got to work, but eh, these <laughs> days are, who gives a clap anymore? <laughs> Those days are over. So now you drink before no, and? I, I, I drink before and and through and, and after. All right. The Big Lebowski, 1998, crime indie film. One hour, 59 minutes. Jeff the Dude Lebowski is, mis oh, Jeff Bridges is mistaken for Jeffrey Leb Lebowski, who is the Big Lebowski, which explains why he's roughed up and has a pr a, his pressure rug peed on in search of recompense 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 the dude mm. tracks down his namesake Jesus. who offers him a job his wife has been kidnapped and he needs a reliable bag man aided and hindered by his pals walter subcheck john goodman a vietnam vet and donnie matt uh the the what's his name uh donnie uh uh the Bashimini. Steve. Steve Bashimini. Bashimini. Master of Stupidity. Jesus. I need to edit that one. <laughs> you see they're making a sequel to that? Are they? Yeah, to Lebowski. Uh, the spinoff, uh, who was the bowling guy? Uh, played by... Um, Jesus or Jesus? Yeah. They're going to oh. have a spinoff right Don't now. Don't bleep with this Jesus. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you got Lebowski versus... Seven. seven. See, that's one of my favorite things. Sean did it. I mean, every time we get a delivery in the, in the clinic and the UPS guy comes in, I always say, what's in the box? <laughs> I got to do it. So Chris will go first, leading two to one to one. Seven. The Big Lebowski. Yeah, I'm going to go for the tie also. The Big Lebowski. Chris? Here we go. Yeah! Woo! Seven. It's going to be close. In 81. Yeah. That's a low score for seven, too, by the way. The Big Lebowski in 82. Those are low scores for very good movies. Like, if, if those That's were silly. Two, if you went off of movies that are still talked about, right. you would give them, like, a 90. Easily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> those are two of the best films in the last 40 years. Are you serious? In 80, 81, 82? That's... Whatever, Ryan Tomatoes. You're so exhausting. It's yeah. stupid. <laughs> like yeah, trust me. I've seen what they did in National Treasure movies, so I agree with you. <laughs> and, and, uh, I can't believe you just did that in the same sentence. Yeah, uh -huh. he did. Brought up National Treasure. Okay. We, we actually have a tiebreaker of tiebreakers. We have this a tiebreaker. This is going to be a good one, boys. Here we go. Are you ready? It's a Christmas movie. Woo! Here's your tiebreaker. 
And for the tiebreaker, The Ref, 1994. Farce comedy drama, one hour, 37 minutes. An unfortunate cat burglar, Gus, Dennis Leary, is abandoned by his alcoholic partner, Murray, Richard Brank, in the middle of a heist, and is forced to take an irritating Connecticut couple, Kevin Spacey, Judy Davis, hostage. Gus soon finds that he's got more than he bargained for when the couple's blackmailing son, Robert J. Steinmiller Jr., and the despicable in-laws step into the picture. Before long, they're driving him nuts with their petty bicker and family problems. The only way for him to survive is to be their referee and resolve their differences before being nabbed by the police. You really like that one. I don't. Well, I do. It's okay. It's okay, but it's my, my wife really likes it a lot. That's her favorite movie. Her favorite Christmas movie. You have a Christmas wish for your fans. <laughs> I don't have any fans. I'll tell you this. I hope everybody's happy and I hope you have a wonderful time at Christmas. I gotta go. Come on, I'm parched. I gotta go. I gotta go to Aldi's. Gotta go. Not the bathroom? Gotta go to the bathroom. That's your catchphrase. I gotta go! All right. Very real. The ref gets closest to the actual score. Who would like to go first? 67. 67 from Dr. Ed. (laughs) I have no clue whatsoever. Yeah, I know. They've low-balled everything. I'll go 59. 59 from Chris. I'm going 74. 74 for Travis. Dr. Ed, what'd you guess? 67. The actual score is a 72. So Travis, being within two points, takes it. Dr. Ed was five away. Chris, I get the feeling, would have gone higher, but some of the scores from today's movies probably. Travis is thanking the Lord and Savior above for his victory. Now, Dr. Ed could pull the card where he says it's his damn segment and Travis guessed over, making him winner by not going over. Now, I won't do that considering how much I, you know, how much I think of, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, you you appreciate their work so much. It's easy to to vote over. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations to Travis Terrell. That's a big win for you. Mm. Hmm. You can celebrate at Hillside Animal Hospital, Travis. They've got all their capabilities online, mm. hillsideanimalhospital.net. Oh, nice. Anything new we need to know about at the clinic for now, this week, for uh, Christmas? Yeah, well, I guess it's I can talk about this. Did you see the Facebook? What's the Facebook page? That they announced I'm retiring oh. from Hillside. Oh, we'll talk more about that. Are we here next? Oh, next week's Christmas, isn't it? Christmas and the New Year's. Okay, well, congratulations on great work and yep. all the uh, amazing stuff that you've done there. I will remember you. It's not dying. Will you remember if I ever leave this world alive? Okay, so you're going to be doing a ton of work with clinics around here. No, actually, I'm going to become a wildlife veterinarian and work strictly on bears. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I almost just knocked this mic over and came at you. Yeah. That's what would happen if He's I were do a Chuck E. Cheese yeah. these days. Do his I'd get arrested at a Chuck E. Cheese if I yeah. were there. Well, congratulations, sir. Yeah, this yeah. You big, deserve it. It's a big move. Yeah. Yeah. What, a, what a life. And you're still pushing Gateway Pet Guardians, helping oh, yeah, out over there. I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Working for Gateway and some other uh, the animal. And doing stuff in Hawaii part. from time to time. Yeah, if they want me, I'm going back. Yeah. That's sure. awesome, man. Oh, you not your it. favorite island, but. Yeah, you know, but I. I can suck it up and stay here. <laughs> <through. laughs> wow. Well, we appreciate all the great work you've done in St. Louis for that. And, uh, mm-hmm. It's not his last time on here, so he'll be back. But we'll t- and we'll talk more about it then. But either way, congrats on the official Thank you. move and everything. So that's a big deal. Travis, anything else before we get out of here? No, I, man. I got a shout out. Who you got a shout out? 
there's a, some birthdays. Oh yeah. Um, Billie Eilish turns 18 today. Congratulations. She's a talent. She's such an amazing talent. Today would have been the 70th birthday of country music writer and artist uh, Blaze Foley. If he wasn't murdered at the age of 39. He wrote a song called Clay Pigeons that has been covered by a number of groups. It is what I call a lyrically perfect song. Oh, my. And also, it is the 76th birthday of Keith Richards. Holy cow. 76 for Keith Richards. He's what now? 76. I swear to God, I thought Keith Richards was older than that. Nope. 76. He's looked 76 since he was 30. I mean, damn. There he is. Been through it all. I mean, is it... I mean, a, a part of you would like to have lived at least f- four to five years of Keith Richards' life at some point, right? Mm. Depends on which years. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Yeah. I think Keith Richards, probably from the, from the day <laughs> he stepped foot on that stage, everything has been pretty damn sweet ever since. That man has lived a fucking life. The thing, I tell you, I think the the craziest documentary I've ever seen, and the title is escaping me, but I just watched Mick Jagger just do a bump in the middle of the documentary. And I I immediately knew these these are the greatest rockers in the history of all time. I've never seen someone do drugs in the middle of a documentary. That is amazing. You know, he's not going to die wishing he had done something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. That's, the, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Check exactly. For sure. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. There are no regrets. No. It's an interesting way to, no matter what happens, to have lived <laughs> without regrets. And Tra- Travis, I use this picture in particular because I thought you might comment. Uh, those are Keith's daughters. What? <laughs> yeah. He, he must have married well. Damn. <laughs> Well, damn, Keith Richards. I thought it was just his honey. His, That's what I his thought. Honey I thought I was trying to bait you there to make a mention of something like that. And then I was like, oh, those are his daughters. Oh, wow. So I was trying to set you up, but you didn't. Well, I kind of felt like I was like, it could, maybe it is his daughters, but he, right. he's like, it's the youngins. Almost, almost had you. Damn, they fine. So, yeah, shout out to those with birthdays or that would have had birthdays. Mm. Greatest band ever, by the way. One of them. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put them up there. Yeah, okay. I would. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Put, I've, you, you hear a lot of people, especially from those time periods, who do you prefer, Rolling Stones, Stones or the Beatles? Beatles? And I would be Rolling Stones. I'd be a Stones Rolling guy. Stones. You, I, mean, Stones guy. If I mean, that's still on my list. Yeah. I'd to see them live. I would too. I would I love mean, to. I, I love the Stones. I love everything about them. I think they are just that yeah. they, they're the epitome of what. And they've it, had it means to be like, and what makes them so dynamic too is they've had different styles of music right. throughout their career. I mean, it's it's not the same. Like thing it's like they know, like, and it's not like uh, they're they're not. It's not like a superficial rock band that's just a rock band to be one. Like they know the music. Like they're good at music, very very yeah. good at it. Like to a science. Like to hear Mick talk about music is like, oh, oh, this is very enlightening. It's just I don't know, huge fan. I checked here real quick. Uh, Twitter before we were getting off. I don't know why it's trending, but Rotten Tomatoes is a trending topic oh, on Twitter right now. <laughs> oh, it's got to be, got to be Star Wars related. It's got to be Star Wars related. Probably. It's got to be because I think they had the premiere last night, and yeah. so they I think well, they the embargo is open now. So people are probably giving their critic reviews 
of what they think of the film. So uh, that may have a lot to do with what the current Rotten Tomato score of the, the new word? Star Wars. What's the word about that? Uh, the, from what I saw, some of the uh, the Twitter reviews from some of the trade yeah. sites, uh, it sounds like fans liked it a lot. Uh, but it's a Star Wars, so it's going to be over-criticized, and people are going to have... But they say J.J. put his stamp on it. All right. The first reviews are in for Star Wars. This is according to Rotten Tomatoes' Twitter account. Currently, it's at 56% on the tomato meter. 56%. That's critic or audience? It's critic, I imagine. This is review aggregator. Review aggregator. I'll wait till the end of the weekend to get your official score. All right, so t- I'm 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 really kind of feel like I'm ignorant. So this movie is called The Rise of St- Skywalker. It's the yeah, it's the final one of the Skywalker saga. So basically, from where we saw it with the New Hope, and then um, but the Luke's, prequels and yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but Luke's this is it happens after Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. This so is why after is it that. the Rise of Skywalker? And that I think that what we're gonna find out as to why it's the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I mean he's like the teacher of this young right. young lady or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't figure out the title. I'd like. Yeah, I, I was I thinking about that. Too. I was like, why is it the Rise of Skywalker? Sequel, my, my, it's the last my, one. Yeah, I was thought maybe God, am I mixed up in what what order they're coming in? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. I I've I've enjoyed it from an action standpoint, from a story standpoint. I can get why the fans are kind of leery about it. But hey, J.J. Abrams is one of the best in the business, so I would imagine it's a probably. They say it's exciting. They say it was at least action-packed. So. Yeah, I think it would be worth seeing. Yeah, but it, it, there's a fan base that's loyal and also very sensitive. It's Star Wars fans. They're, they're very tough to please. Yeah, and they're probably picketing Rotten Tomatoes right now. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not <laughs> doubt it. There's the no doubt in my mind. Yeah. That they're, yeah, they're already talking about it's going to do uh, domestically and globally half a billion in the first weekend. So oh. there's that. And then tomorrow on the show, it's not the Rolling Stones. No. But a Bush Stadium concert announcement this morning we can dive into tomorrow. Have they made the announcement already? They've made the announcement. I'm not going to tell am you I, right am now. Am I going to like it? We'll discuss tomorrow. Stay tuned. That's yeah. what we call a tease. Be sure to join us tomorrow night again. Sophie's Happiest Hour, 6 p.m. We've got Honeycomb the Dog from Young Professionals. Oh! Pet Guardians. And then 8.30 will be on the hill at Gastro Pit. Uh, big thanks to St. Louis Counseling Services for supporting us here on the show. All of our other sponsors like Gateway Powder Coating, Tech Electronics we mentioned earlier. Thank you guys so much. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. See you then. Peace.